Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Inner Revolution. Just a couple of thoughts. Celebrated a birthday this past weekend, 50. That's a big number. Feel good, but also feel young in the spirit. And as we age, numerically, physically, we can be refreshed in our spirit, in our body, spirit, soul, and body for that matter. First Thessalonians 5.23. And uh, the Holy Spirit just gives us uh, youthfulness and gives us the spirit of Caleb, right? Lord, give us that mountain. So great weekend with family and friends, but I was thinking about just the day and age that um, we're living in, and uh, just so many things are just so shocking, uh, so much of a, the pendulum uh, swinging so far in the left direction, and um, with any extreme, there's questions that may come to our mind. What can we do? How do we act? And um, I just thought of this statement recently live your faith loud live your faith loud and in times of difficulty and challenge and paganism and tremendous lawlessness uncontrolled violence that we're seeing in our cities really the answer is living our faith loud now some may say gosh we need to do something we need to um you know, create some sort of be an activist and and really uh, fight the system. And you know, there's times for that. There's times absolutely to stand and give account, uh, no doubt about it. But I feel the biggest um, ministry and effectiveness that we have is living our faith loud. And we see many of these examples in the Bible. I was thinking about this in First Thessalonians chapter one. And if you look 1 through 10, you see uh, Paul saying specifically, verse 8, the Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Archaea, your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. So he was saying to the church there that your faith, you're you're imitating me, you welcomed the message in verse 6. And even though you had great suffering, you had joy. And I think as we near the rapture, we're going to see the greater the contrast uh, between the um, the world and the believer. Now, someone once said that it's always been like this. I just think now that it's more clear and blatant and there's less of a hiding. Well, with any of us, we can definitely maybe say that we've sensed the atmosphere get more and more charged, the atmosphere get more and more uh, heavy. I've sensed that in my own life. So we lean into the Lord and we live our faith loud. We master the basics in the sense of prayer, praise, meditation, faith, obedience. Uh, these things uh, keep us insulated and moving forward in the plan of God, in the plan of God. You know, when you read Acts chapter 7 and Acts chapter 8, you see uh, this really demonstrated spe uh, specifically in Acts chapter 7, uh, verse 58, when you see Stephen 
uh, being dragged out into, uh, you know, out of the city. And while they were stoning him in verse 59, he said, uh, he said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. But in verse 58, there was an interesting statement. It says, meanwhile, the witness laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And I was just thinking about Saul this morning, like here's a man breathing threatenings, uh, enjoying the persecution of the church, um, just demonized in the sense of being used of the devil to um, you know, divide, destruct, disrupt. But he witnessed something. He witnessed the stoning of Stephen, a God-fearing man, as we see later on in Acts 7. Uh, that he was full of faith. His, his face was like an angel. And uh, imagine that. Here, here's a hardened man. Here is a uh, just an absolute focused man on persecuting the church. And he sees this extreme example, if we could say, of Stephen saying, Lord, forgive them. Hold this not to their charge. Here's a man that didn't buckle. Here's a man that did not... Um, you know, shrink back, but instead he uh, was focused on the Lord. And I love this where when Stephen looks up, he sees Christ standing to receive him. I, I thought, well, how many, how many believers when they look up before, you know, they see Christ, uh, you know, there is a standing of Christ to receive us. And I love that. Think about that. Dying mercy. And uh, this amazing principle of angels coming to take us uh, and Jesus standing to greet us. Well, demonstrate your faith. You know, we see this also in Joseph's life. We see this also in so many men's lives uh, where, you know, we are, you know, he was praying at the window even after uh, he was told he could not pray to any other God. He kept faithful uh, in the basics, it's the little things. It's not the sensational things. It's the, it's the little things day by day, moment by moment. The obedience, the faith obedience, that reveals the contrast to the world. Now, remember, light always, always overcomes darkness. It always does. No matter how little the light, it always pierces and overcomes darkness. You know, they say you can see a candle in a window on a dark night uh, up to several miles away. Why? Because that light pierces through the darkness. Well, your day today, whatever you're facing today, know that you are a light in a dark place. You're needed in the situations that you're facing today. In the situations, God's going to show you something about himself and he'll be beautiful in your situation in Psalm 48 too. Uh, today, no matter what is in your heart, draw near to God. Know that there's a Saul watching you. Uh, notice that there is a Philip uh, waiting for you. Uh, notice that there are, uh, maybe you're in a situation uh, where you're in jail uh, physically or maybe even just in your mind, just know that God is ministering uh, iron into your heart in Psalm 103 that you will need later. Um, you know, this is a November 7th is our 
our prayer uh, for the persecuted church and just reading their biographies is, or just reading their testimonies really is incredible how they love not their life unto the death, but their thought was, I want to glorify Christ even in the loss of my life. And uh, we pray that we never have to get to that point, but there are many believers that are, are at that point, and there are more martyrdoms more than ever in any time of history. Uh, but prepare now to live out your faith loud. Uh, do not be silent with with things that are uh, anti-Christ. Do not be silent. We can be very kind. We can be very dogmatic. Uh, and remember, the words we speak are kingdom words, so they don't necessarily need a huge amount of emotion, but we can make a statement of our faith and what will happen. It will uh, go into the listener's heart, regardless of rejection or seeming distraction. It'll go in their heart and it'll, it'll stir up a question, a thought uh, that they didn't realize they had. I mean, think about Saul. I mean, later on in chapter eight, I mean, chapter nine, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of him, Think about the work of the Spirit. I really believe that Stephen's message, confession, and death impacted Saul more than he thought. And then we see his amazing conversion. God is always uh, in pre-salvation pursuing and using people like you to demonstrate faith, to demonstrate hope, to demonstrate love, to demonstrate grace. Uh, don't underestimate your impact today. God is using you. You are anointed for the place that you're in today. And uh, live your faith loud. Don't be ashamed of the gospel in Romans chapter 1, 16 through 18. For it is the power of God to save. Do not be ashamed. Do not have a theology of apology today. Uh, why? Because the intimidation of the devil is a lie. But those that are, have intimacy with God will not be intimidated by man. God bless you. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.